Hello, fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone, and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Hello, fellow listeners. It's Mary Stone speaking to you from a freezing screened porch. It's certainly more pleasant out here during the growing season, although I I like it all times of the year. And uh, when I woke this morning, it was 17 degrees. <laughs> Quite a change from New Year's weekend when it was 55 degrees and I was tending to my fall cleanup. I'm not kidding. I was <laughs> literally scrambling to do my own garden cleanup. It always seems to be last on the list. I'm sure you know how that goes. Anyway, it was so fun to hear from a few of you. I hope to hear from more of you after we shared last time about our new leaf of the episodes for the podcast. I think we may be onto something. Having more time to exchange plant, garden, and nature stories that make a difference in our lives. I'm actually listening to my voice as I'm speaking to you, and I can almost hear that I'm chilly in the sound of it, so I hope you don't mind. I'm going to stick it out. Anyway, the story that we're going to share today stems from a birthday reflection pulse check that I wrote about in August, the one where I invited input on contending photos for changing out the podcast and column logo from Miss Ellie and me to Jolie and me, which came with some sadness, as you would expect. In fact, I was a little sad when we made the switch that the previous episodes of the podcast couldn't have Ellie's picture, but uh, that's okay. She's always, always in my heart. And as we all know, unconditional love never ends or dies. Also in the Pulse Check column was my admission about some waffling going on about a book I have underway, and I was asking for some input on columns from the past. And I won't go into the whole story here, but if you'd like, you can read the birthday pulse check on the GardenDilemmas.com website. So from that column came a story that I'm going to share with you today, and it's titled Turning Over a New Leaf. Seems fitting, right? And it starts like this. Hello, fellow readers. A new year, just like birthdays, gives the opportunity to start fresh, maybe to begin new things or improve upon others. A chance to turn over a new leaf, as they say. Did you know the well-known idiom stemmed from the 1600s when they called book pages leaves? It has nothing to do with leaves on a tree, or maybe indirectly it does. Paper comes from trees, after all. Smiley face. I adore hearing about plants that inspire our lives. The same is true of nature stories. So I'd like to turn over a new leaf in our column, if I may. And that is to encourage you, faithful readers and listeners, to share more of your stories. In August, I asked about favorite columns and lessons gained from nature or gardens as part of a birthday pulse check. Then came a beautiful note from a dear client. When they saw their property for the first time, it was late fall. The gardens were dormant. But on July 1st, when they closed on their house in Blairstown, New Jersey, the most beautiful clematis welcomed us to our new home, Pat writes. And each season, the royal blooms serve as a reminder that another year has passed in our little paradise. Sadly, they had to dig up their adored plant as it was in the way of a planned renovation. They put it in a pot in the middle of their yard where it sat from fall through spring. 
And that's when I met them, actually. When they called me up to tour their property and to give them ideas, which then turned into a beautiful design that I'm so proud of and such a delight to work through the garden over the years with dear Pat. I had little hope she would survive, Pat said. When Mary designed our new gardens, we gave the clematis a new lease in a prominent place beside the addition. And survive and thrive she did. The beauty and ornamentation remind me of the first day we met. And it says, your home. I take so much joy from seeing the blooms every year and reflecting on time past. And with it, the changes in me and my garden. And I am quoting exactly what she wrote me. Isn't that beautiful? I'd guess Pat's adopted royal purple clematis is Jackmanii, a cherished variety imported from England in the mid-1800s. From June into September, she is a prolific bloomer in zones 4 to 10. So she can grow in many places. So there you go. Clematis like cool feet, so we transplanted her amongst other plants in the new garden. Each year she grows way beyond the obelisk, finding its way on neighboring plants embracing them with a cloud of glory. Then came the most captivating part of the story when Pat writes, Clematis have the clever ability to send their tendrils around a trellis and around other foliage, which reminds me of all the people, past and present, who have wrapped themselves around me. It fills me with gratitude and love. Isn't that so beautiful how she wrote that? It is indeed magical how clematis can climb over other plants and not harm them. We talked about my sweet autumn clematis that scrambles its way around here in episode four of the podcast titled Sweet Autumn Clematis and Rainwater Rejuvenation. So if you'd like, you can jump back to that one. I've also planted flowering clematis underneath a kusa dogwood. And if you feel funny about it growing right on the trunk, you can put a trellis beside the tree but do let a few of the tendrils grow onto the branches and give you another burst of bloom later in the season. It won't harm it, and it will remind you of your loved ones embracing you, too, just like Pat said. Thanks so much for coming by. I look forward to hearing more of your stories of how plants and gardens and nature heal and grow your life. And perhaps if you'd like to share some of your new leaves turning over this year, I would enjoy hearing about that too. You can email me at askmarystone at gmail.com or you can reach me through the Garden Dilemmas website. It's a new year of growth and let us embrace it with optimism and hope. Thanks so much. Have a happy day. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at gardendilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.